This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Malia White, real-life bosun and cast member on Bravo's Below Deck Med. Working in my industry can be very interesting. These are my stories. As you'll find out, my world is a total ship show. Today we've got a special guest. You'll recognize him from Below Deck, several episodes of Below Deck, actually. Uh, Roy, welcome, Roy. Hey, I'm Roy. <laughs> Roy, where are you? What's this music background you have? That's a Marshall amp, red curtains. I'm in my studio. I see a whole collection of guitars back there. Are you in California at the moment? I'm in California. It's been raining here, but... Uh... Is that where you live, is in California? Yeah, I'm in Tennessee, California, London, Sweden, and New York. Oh, okay. You're all over then. Yeah, I'm a mammoth snowboarding with Little Roy, Little Roy 3. Oh, oh that's awesome. He's that? probably the cutest charter guest we've ever had. <laughs> Bo, Bo uh, is right behind him and pretty cute. And now we have the uh, the third one is Love, Baby Love. And uh, Bo is pregnant again, so we actually are going to have four kids soon. Oh, congratulations. That's awesome. We had one kid we named uh, Lova, which is L-O-V-E in Swedish. And everyone thought that was silly. And then Puff Daddy just named his his, uh, daughter Love Combs. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, That is, yeah, Lova in Swedish. Uh, Yeah. Well, you'll have to do another episode of Below Deck then when you have the whole family. I hope so. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm the big. I think I'm the biggest fan. Yeah. So to catch like all our listeners up, Roy's been a charter guest on two of my seasons, but how many overall? Three? Uh, no, two? I've been on two seasons. I was on. I just watched the shows again today to get a little bit like in the world. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're in season five, episodes three and four. That's uh, those were called uh, the Italian Job and Ace of Stew Face. And then we're on season six, episodes, I think four and five. And that was uh, Love at First Sight, uh, Love at First Night, and Ship Happens. So we were in uh, Spain. We were in Mallorca on the Wellington, the boat, the Wellington. Yeah. Andy and Malia and Hannah. Yeah. And there for that. And uh, then the next year was. Um, Malia, Captain Sandy, and uh, Katie Floody, and Courtney, and Z, and all the. All yeah. The- that was the fun season. Yeah, um, the fun crew. Okay, so Roy, basically, we want to know what it's like, because I don't even know, really, what it's like for 
the guest perspective like what it's like filming the show did you and do you enjoy it like do you ever get do you get the same anxiety we get when it's about to come out like do you panic a little bit <laughs> it is the greatest thing ever i really like it now I, i've got used to cameras so i would do it again and again i'm almost like addicted to it but um there is something i kind of learned i call it the second night the second night jitters you know that like the second or third night usually usually the second night we've had you know in the first season one um one of the guests that we, was with us she kind of like she started putting on a hoodie and glasses and we're kind of like trying to hide and be invisible and we had another we had another great girl on the second uh, she we were sitting there eating dinner and a tear just starts rolling down her face oh, said, no. oh i'm fine i'm fine so there just there is a lot of pressure pressure um, the first year, I have to tell you, we had never seen the show, and I thought it might be some kind of scam. I'm sitting on a dock, and they make us wait a long time at the dock. Now that I've seen the episodes, I know what's happening. That was um, the Italian job was Lara was getting fired, and she was at the dock, and we were at a different place, you know, and they just yeah. there, and we were waiting so long. I actually thought, I, at one point I said, I said, oh, so what if this is a scam? What if there's no show? What if we're just out here and this is, a, we've flown all the way for nothing. So um, a lot of feelings, you know, we didn't know what we we're getting into. Um, it's very fun. It's, um, we're just a small part of the show. So we actually have a, have a lot of fun in the thing that the, the slide, okay. is great. you know, the, uh, the is great. <laughs> e even me, I, I think back and I go like, you know, Elvis never did this. Uh, my dad never did this. And so even it's not really just a matter of, of having money. I don't even think rich people really do what we do very much. It doesn't... So, and so uh, so it's not even really about that. Um, but yeah, I. It's about so, like an experience, like a yeah. new. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm really spoiled and it's nothing like that. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I, I think about, like I said, I saw that Elvis movie and I, and I think Elvis, you know, king of rock and roll, really. He never he never had a five story yacht for a week yeah and i thought well what kind of person really does that <laughs> and it is not it is not many i don't think i would have done it no there's no way i would have done it that big on my own yeah i, I also wonder about that like what draws people to do it not only just do it but like then you know you're gonna have cameras all around which now that i'm in actual yachting it's such a difference because you're i think with the cameras around you're just hypersensitive to everything you're like what did i do what if i messed up home <laughs> what did i say i've started to meet a lot of people who are also into it and so what actually people do is you get two people or even four you get like four groups everyone ships in and you go do this and so yeah. you know and then you get kind of a slightly smaller uh, boat and it starts to be in the in the realm of uh, possible because all oh, the hotel rooms would be expensive. You, you can almost make it make sense now. So I've, I've got plans to, to go, you know, I still want to see Greece that way. We saw, we saw Spain, yeah. we saw um, Croatia, but as far as the boating, um, yeah, I really do like it. The kids like it and we're spoiled to it now. Our I think it's a great way to travel with it. Like we love having kids on the yacht because they just make the days go by faster. You know, like you're just constantly getting toys out and they're just, we love it. Uh, like, yeah, my, my boss has kids, so I love that. Well, you were fantastic. Uh, my <laughs> wife and kids both said, tell her hello, and that you did great. You really made the first season and the second. In fact, uh, you know, we I, that that time we went out to this castle. You took us out of the castle. You were the only one. It's not in the show, you know, but you took us out by yourself to this castle, and the kids jumping around. You took them, 
you know, dangerously jumping on an old fortress roof or something. And that (laughs) sounds about right. (laughs) You did really great. You really, you, you were the, you were what I would expect if it wasn't on a TV show. You know, you did really, really a good job. And uh, some of the others are a little bit uh, party people and fun people. And uh, you are that too. (laughs) You are fun. (laughs) I have my moments. (laughs) You know, but if there was a storm, we'd rather have you on that. Oh, thank you. Traveling with like a a big family like that, little kids, do you get nervous? Like when you guys, I mean, how, how do you feel as far as like, Safety, Safety, (laughs) you know, when you're out in the middle of the ocean with a bunch of kids and like, you know, at the time, like Malia and and everyone, like they were all strangers, you know, like, what is that like? I grew up, maybe you don't know Roy Orbison well enough. So imagine like the way that Johnny Cash traveled, you know, we we had a lot of people. So we would have, so I traveled, it was my, my dad and my mom and nannies and kids and bodyguards and drivers and band members and roadies and so I'm He's used to going big, yeah I'm used to traveling like kind of in a big pretty big group and so I wouldn't think of it any other way than taking my kids with me. I, we don't go anywhere without the kids. So that didn't uh, did it make me nervous? On the first chart, it was really important that they had the um, life jacket, life yeah. jacket on, and I think that was a little more lenient the next one. But they were just so little, and there hadn't been too many kids on the, on these shows below deck. So um, I I trusted the kids completely there. I knew I knew they would be okay. No, so I also that speaks to how Captain Sandy kind of runs the boat as well. It was completely wonderful safe. This actually brings it up like I I know your background and I know your dad and I love music, but maybe explain so that our listeners and Amanda can get caught up just exactly like a little bit of your background. So my dad is Roy Orbison, music and uh, sunglasses. That was his big contribution to fashion. Uh, he was the first person to wear sunglasses um, in media and newspapers on TV at night on stage and, and so he, he developed that kind of cliche of the sunglasses but uh he was kind of the ballad guy of rock and roll he was there with elvis and johnny cash these guys at sun records and then um he's considered the greatest singer who ever lived but we grew up in uh, rock and roll so um so music family all the way around uh um, yeah. okay so i have to ask because music is your thing and then yeah. below deck how so how did you feel with because I know how I feel, but how do you feel like the television side? Do you, do you like that aspect of it? Like, When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, it's a strange thing for me because I kind of hid from fame my whole life. Um, there were a lot of reality shows like uh, the Osbournes was a big one. So at the time they were actually filming that, you know, some of the time, we, well, we'd never signed the waiver. So sure. my 
would actually be with the camera. We we filmed some of those shows. We'd be on that side of the camera. And then there was right. another. So I, there were a lot of realities, and I never signed the waiver. I was really like weird. No, I'm not signing the waiver. I'm not. I'm not in the show. Not in the show. And then suddenly, when I had the kids, uh, it kind of just set me free. I just suddenly. I realized, oh, I yeah. can't ask them to do anything I wouldn't do. So I have to go make a fool out of myself now if I want little Roy to jump up there and play, you know, Pretty Woman sometime or something. So I'm still on the fence a little. Like people go like, oh, do you want your own show or something? And I go like, no, I actually, I don't really want that. And uh, Below Deck is kind of a special show because it's it's 24 hours. It just rolls and rolls. A lot of the shows that I know about here in L.A. are, you know, they rent a house and they film at their house and they unplug and go home. Uh to their real house. Not- they show up in the morning, they film, they, they film for maybe, you know, however long. But, but when you get to take a break, you pull that, 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 um, that it's the sound, the sound off. you pull the yeah. sound off, go home, you rest differently. When you're, when you're on that boat, you know, you don't know where the cameras are really. So that I, I was a little bit, when I got off the boat the first time, I was actually, I, I was talking in Swedish and I was saying, I have like, I have um like technisk. I have a technical phobia. Like there would be a light with a weird kind of look kind of like a microphone. And I thought they were still filming for two days. So there's a lot of pressure. You know, like little things, fire alarms in restaurants. For a little bit, I was weird. Like three days, I was just on edge. Um, so the filming part, but I like it now, you know. Um, and what really changed for me was watching a lot of the shows, uh, meeting you guys, seeing how you handled it, um, watching these Bravo shows. I got hooked. I got hooked. Yeah. So I am a Bravo holic now. I watch all these shows, <laughs> and, uh, and I I see how they're editing it a little bit, and I realize it's kind of a little bit fun and games, a little bit fantasy. Uh, it's still very realistic, but but I saw these shows enough that I kind of I like it. I like it as a fan too. So so I'm kind of like a, a fan with a backstage pass to the boat. Well, and for the record, I don't think that you made a fool of yourself at all. But were you and and your family on edge like when the actual filming was happening? Were you like Hey, they're going to be filming, so be good. Or were there were there topics that are like off limits? Were you like, okay, we're not talking about this. We're not. I'm coming at it from actually kind of a serious artist. I'm actually a songwriter, yeah. guitarist, and things. So, so when I say make a fool out of myself, I mean cross over in this world. And it's actually the opposite of making a fool out of myself. It is a very real world we're dealing with. So I meet people, and they just say like, oh, you know, isn't it, you know, you're on that show. I go, that show is very important to a lot of people. Um, yeah. I actually say almost sacrilegious things. And I say, like, it's kind of like Beatles fans. There are a lot of below deck fans. It's an active fan base. And um, I learned it going to BravoCon. I went to BravoCon in New York. Yeah. And, uh, and I just, the people just love me so much. They they just, they they showered me with good energy love. Like, yeah. like um, I met uh, a woman who came around. And she said, I named my dog after you. <laughs> and I said, are you serious you know, and she goes yeah I named I, and, the, and another fellow came up he said uh, really serious stuff he, he, would, he would say he said Roy I have cancer and I watch your show when I have chemo because it makes me laugh and I'm shaking his hand I said you, you watch it more than once he said I watch it every your episodes every time I have chemo oh wow wow this is nothing fake this is very very real so I BravoCon showed me what the Bravo uh, fans are and the Below Deck fans so there's a lot. I think of love. that's really cool to see because, like, I think my first season of the show it hadn't exploded to what it is now. So yeah. over the years, now seeing just how big of a fan base and how far around the world it reaches, like even here, like I'm in Malaysia at the moment, and I have people being like Malia from Below Deck, and I'm like, this is <laughs> insane. Like it's and and 
below, I think it speaks to like everyone that we know behind the cameras. You know, they work so hard to build this show and it's become, and as a Yachty, I've come to appreciate it because it's showing the world just how far like we work in this kind of alternate universe that exists where we're, you know, this yachting that not a lot of people get to see or experience. And like you said, I get people that write in and they're like, you know, I'm going through this really tough time in my life and I watch an episode and that, that right there makes all the drama, all the anxiety, everything worth it. I'm like, okay, if we brighten someone's day or I've changed, or I get a lot of women that are like, I'm now going to go pursue this career in a male dominated field because I watched you like grow up on TV. See, I didn't know it was real. It's kind of like fantasy and real. And uh, yeah, it is great. I'm so glad you talked about the technical fear because I have that as well after filming. Yeah. So everyone knows like the day, the day we wrap, we all stay in a hotel room and I'm always looking, I'm like, what's that yeah. red light? And I'm like, are they, <laughs> is there a hidden camera? <laughs> or is, am I still mic'd? But to, to what Roy was saying, below deck is so different because we're constantly mic'd and we constantly, no matter where you go in the ship, you're being listened to and you're being watched. Like it, yeah, it's not like you get to go home or you're sleeping and you know, the cameras are down or there's only one person on at night. Like, Below Deck is truly around the clock, six weeks. Everything you say, do, it's being recorded, it's being watched. There's no break. Like, mm -hmm. and that's, that's a lot. Yeah. And like, you're my, working. I mean, the level of, like, responsibility. Like, it's not just, oh, we're being mic'd, but we're just hanging out. It's like, no, you are literally in charge of the safety of the guests. You know, like, yeah. there's so much that goes into it. I, I just think, like, even, even me as someone who just has watched the show... And I'm like, man, that is wild. Like, it no. does not, like, I feel like you guys just do not get the credit. You know, like, it's so easy for them to edit it and throw the drama on TV. But, like, at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, but you guys are actually working a job that involves a very high level of skill and education. And it's no joke. <laughs> I was comparing this the other day because some of my, you know, the Bravo world gets smaller and smaller as more people you meet at these events and stuff. And I'm talking to some of my friends that film other shows and they're like, oh, it's so intense. It's two weeks, like camera, like 12 hour days. And I'm like, sorry, ours is six weeks around the clock. Like we don't, and we're working. Like we're not just drinking. We're like, we're working, but just such an elevated pressure because of the guests, you know, like our job is to give people like Roy the yachting experience. It's not, we're not there to film a TV show. We're there to give him the experience that he's paid for. And then that right. produces a TV show on its own or develops a TV show, you know? And I think also like people forget about that with captains as well. Like Captain Sandy's job at the time is to run a successful charter. Yes, but uh, that's also what makes for good TV. There's always... Yeah. They crash and burn under that real pressure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They keep you guys under pressure too. I'm not sure. I, I, I wonder that kind of stuff. I go, is real boating like this? Because they keep you, they keep you guys tired too. They keep you tired. You're waking up at four in the morning. Yeah. You're going last to go to bed, first to get up. I mean, real yachting is like this. Like we will do a charter season and you like, you just know you start at this month and you're going to end in three months and you just know for so the next three months i just have to keep going <laughs> so you're saying it's not harder or if you take away it's the just as hard same yeah. thing so it is actually that that root that root level of the job is the same yeah okay. cameras just add a little salt and pepper on it yeah because yeah, we're you know like 
our charter guests expect five star service all the time. So even if there's not cameras, like we're constantly, you know, there's always logistics. We're running operation, like you know, all this, all the toys, the slide, everything. We're always doing dinner service. Like it's just nonstop all the time. And charters are usually 10, 10 days to two weeks. So our charters on below deck are only three days. So they're easy, you know, we're in and out. A usual charter is like a 10 day, two week fiasco. See, I look at the logistics. I don't think of it so much from that point. I, I, I'm there and I'm trying to figure out how much it's costing to make the show. How much is the boat? Hey. We spent the first whole, uh, the first whole, uh, uh, whatever you call it, charter, trying to find the name of the boat. We we're lifting, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> little games we were playing. Off when people say like, "Oh, I saw you on TV," I, I say, "Oh, the good, the good episode or the bad episode?" Oh. I ask the same thing, Roy. I'm like, which season? The Hannah season or yeah. the non-Hannah season? So I think of how many seasons. If you add up all the seasons, you know, there's 30 seasons of Below Deck now. In a short 10-year period, that, that's, a, that's a lot of shows. And um, the food is always a strange thing on the boats. You know, I wonder if – even I've been on these boats, and I'm almost asking a question like, is that real? Is that the way it is? Uh, Kiko was great. We really loved Kiko the first thing. And then they fired Kiko, like, shortly after our episode. The next year, Roy walks up to Captain Sandy uh, as we're going down. The first thing he said, I think they had it. He said, like, why did you fire Kiko? I remember <laughs> that. And we were all like, oh, my God. You asked earlier, are things uh, off limits or not on, you know. And uh, so we, you can't talk about the show. That's their rule. And you, you can't sure. listen to music. That bugs everyone. It, Ew, kind of, I hate that. That's missing. There's something missing a little bit on those best. Oh, that would be hard. A trip without music. So you're actually kind you're of part. Washing down the boat without music. Uh, no, there's not much off limits. I'm, I'm back to answering the question three back. Yeah, no, it? that's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to do any. I'm, I just be myself. I don't have too much to hide. I feel that yeah. way too. I mean, I can relate to that because I feel like the first season, well, I kind of, we're working so hard that you kind of forget the cameras are there, but I was just, you know, I'm like, I, you're not going to be able to hide who you are. Yeah. So I'm just going to be me. And as all of us know, I'm either extremely hated or extremely loved and <laughs> you just have to let it be, you know, you're never going to convince everyone and you can try to tell your side of the story. You can try to whatever, but it's just going to be what it's going to be. And so you might as well just be true to yourself, which is hard uh, when you're in the public eye, but it, it is what it is. I don't think you're extremely hated. I don't think you're extremely <laughs> Well, how did you feel? You were there for the whole Hannah, you know, and I, I can't really speak to everything that happened with Hannah, but, you know, I don't hate Hannah. I've never hated <laughs> Hannah. There was never, it was never malicious, but I always felt, especially with your family and like other charter guests. I was like, I don't want these people to hate me. Like, cause they watched the show. I, I don't know. I had to think what you meant. You know, I really don't. I had to think what you meant. I was going to, and see, I'm on Instagram and all these stuff all the time. I leave the little, the little anchors. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I do that more than anybody. Uh, just get in people's face a little bit, but uh, so I'm really active. And so I do see, I've seen a little bit of what you're talking about. And I just, I didn't, couldn't relate. I, I had to say to Osa, I was saying like, what, do they think she's, is it because she's so straight? She should be a little bit like crazier or something. And I was going like, well, why don't they like that? And I, so I just really couldn't figure it out. Um, just slightly, it's a, a little bit about screen time. Hannah had so much screen time. She really was below deck med, you know, for, and, and so yep. you don't want to up, even like right now, don't want to upstage the stars, you know, I'm yeah, the well, the, the chief stew is the show, the chief stew and the chefs, you know, so, in a, way, had, in a way, you were just a little bit newer. I, I, this is my honest opinion. I would just say that, like, Han, Hannah was just, she was an, an institution with a, with a, 
90% of the people were loving her. And so anything that goes against that is going to get, you know, that's like, yeah. You know, once I did a, once I did a guns and roses podcast and I said something about someone, either the red hot chili peppers or something, I just said a little cast off oh, no. <laughs> front page news of, of stuff. I was like, Oh no, I didn't mean, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I wouldn't say, I like the red hot chili peppers. Uh, but so, you, be, you know, and so a little bit, um, anything with Hannah, but I think that was really short lived. And I think that's just a vocal, you know, there's people, you wonder what they like. Yeah. Okay. When, when I saw a little of that, you wonder what they like. Do they just, because they seem to like the really, what word would you use? The really tough characters, the bad characters, the, you know, the tough characters, the acting yeah. bad, treating people bad, saying the bad stuff and kind of putting people down or pretending they have a lot of money. I'm thinking about like the, the real housewife shows. Those, yeah. they, those, they love those. And so like uh, at BravoCon, Lisa Rena, she walks out and, and, and flicked off the audience as she walks on stage and, 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 and everyone's booing her and I'm there and it feels real. They're booing, boo, and they're yelling and, you know, just, it's, it was crazy in the room. And then, and then, like I said, then, you know, two hours later, she's going to go, you know, they have little booths where they sell candles and their books and stuff. And so uh, she's going to, to her merch booth and the entire room, 15,000 people just throw their drinks in there and run. They just screamed. Actually, scream. I taped it. They just scream. It's like, it's just like the, <laughs> the people walk through the room. You know, and I was going, this is a strange that I still don't understand. I don't understand. You got to love the villain as people love the villain they as well. Love they love yeah it, and they love to hate it yeah <laughs> yeah you're you're definitely not the villain like for my perspective like hannah was the villain you know so for <laughs> nobody's really the villain um but no. some people break on the show they actually break on the show you know and well so i think yeah and i think too that people you know i think to speak to the whole production of blow deck like people watch the show and they get so invested in the character hannah was loved absolutely and like they get so invested that when something happens, maybe they don't understand completely. Like there's no way the audience would ever understand the whole thing to the Hannah situation. There's no way. There's no way to explain it to them because it has to do with real yawning, which is, you know, sure. the laws and everything you have to do. So it was just for hard for people to understand, which I get. Yeah. On our yeah. Show, we did a thing. You set up a picnic for us. We had a picnic. The wind was blowing. It was at the Majorca Cathedral. Yeah, and those kind of things that you don't see, even when we were on the show. So we left. When we watch it later, that was one where you got cut and you were actually bleeding from some some. some oh uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and uh, we didn't see that. So when we watched that, you know, our jaws dropped. We're like, oh my gosh, there was broken glass in a in a trash bag, and you dragged it across your leg. You're bleeding, and they showed that blood, and um, you know those kind of things we didn't see, and then. You know, my big uh, drinking fiasco on the second show. I don't think you even saw that. You were asleep. You're like, what happened? And they're like, this guy drank more on live TV than anyone has ever done. That's right. That was so funny because I, you're right. I didn't see that firsthand because I'm not the night shift. And then I get up and everyone's like, Roy drank last night. Like, you don't, you never really lose yourself. And then, (laughs) like, amazing. I didn't pass out. Yeah, watching it back, I was like, "What? <laughs> this is not Roy." Like, what is he? But I know was, what I'm doing. No, tonight. it was. It was <laughs> gonna go watch that harmless. episode. <laughs> but he was harmless. He was just like having a great time, you know. Yeah. Well, Rome, I think we're wrapping up. It's been so excellent catching up with you. You'll have to tell the family I say hi and send them my love. Hopefully, we see you on another season of Below Deck. Oh, Maybe when that. I'm the captain. Who knows? So uh, we all want to see you back. <laughs> <laughs>
I want to see you back very badly. Ahura Media Production.